In the year of 1988, this was written by Gordon Wood, who was a, who was a guitar player. Uh-huh. In the year of 1988, I was walking home along Abbey Road. As I passed an off-license, the door opened and out came Spike McIntosh. This resulted in a trip to the Drum and Monkey pub and a pleasant afternoon. The following Saturday, Spike phoned Ian Christie who was a clarinet player with Humphrey Littleton. Oh, yeah. For my phone number. What for? asked Ian. I was going to invite him to the Drum and Monkey for a drink, replied Spike. Well, why don't you ask me? said Ian. Thus the codgers were triggered. I count that chance meeting in the Abbey Road as one of the luckiest moments of my life, but then to meet Spike at any time was very pinnacle of luck. So... That's how it started. It was just a drinking session at lunchtime. Right. Yeah. And it eventually it ended up here. The Codgers are a collective of jazz musicians who all knew each other from playing in bands together in the 50s and 60s. Some of them are in their 80s now. Today they are gathered in memory of a founding member, Spike McIntosh. They meet here in the club for acts and actors in central London. Its walls are plastered in posters for shows that are 30 years out of date at eye level and fade away into hot dance hall nights from between the walls as they reach the ceiling. There's a form of the jazz that you know. Um, we, we tend to play what's now called mainstream jazz or swing. And it's, it was the jazz that was created in the 1920s or early 20s by King Oliver, who was the first one, and then Louis Armstrong. And it, 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 in the 1940s, it turned into swing. So you've always gone yeah. before your time, as it were. Yes, very much Even so. Though this is yeah. now it's the music, away. the music that was going for 10 years before I was born, really, in some way. <laughs> All of the Codgers got turned onto jazz at a young age. While Elvis Presley was giving birth to rock and roll, they were studying a music born in New Orleans more than 30 years before. When I was about 13 or 14, I heard. An American trumpet player called Dizzy Gillespie, who is one of the great jazz things. And this guy was like the angel Gabriel on speed. He was unbelievable. And I was so taken with it, I thought, I've got to take up the trumpet. I've got to become, you know, a great jazz musician. I I was full-time pro at the height of the, the trad boom, as they called it, for about two or three years. What on earth was the trad boom? It was a time when people like Kenny Ball, Chris Barber, Ackerbilk were making records that were very popular with the public. Uh, It's a style of music which is not popular, unfortunately, anymore. We're semi-professional, we call ourselves. We get paid, but we never relied on it completely as a career. For years, after 30 years, I worked for the BBC. I was a studio manager. Uh, starting off, then I became a newsreader, they seemed to think I had the right voice, and then I became a television announcer, they seemed to be, think that it was okay the way I said, this is BBC One. Now in the um, late 60s and 70s, I um, played in a band called Bill Niles, Good Time Band, and, and we played the 100 Club, uh, we did gigs abroad, I, I was already newsreading, I mean sometimes I'd have to dash off the stage at 11 at night and go and read the 12 o'clock news at midnight or really? something like that, and then go all the way through the night. Oh, Yes, I was burning the candle both ends. I managed to survive okay. By and large, the Codgers are unremittingly male 
and advanced in their years. And so Paula stands out from the rest. All the music and humour, comedy, films that I like are all the generation before me. And oh, always have been. And always have been, yeah. I got interested in jazz. It was very much people 30, 40 years older than myself who were playing. Men in their late 40s, early 50s tend to notice a young girl in her late teens, as I was by then, um, who wants to come and play with the band. In fact, as I was told famously by a trumpeter down in the West Country, where I was on holiday, learn to drink, learn to play jazz and come back next year. And I'm learning to do both still. <laughs> I've always been very proud of the fact that I do, I love traditional and Dixieland jazz. Um, so hopefully play with a bit of gusto, the same as you'd expect from another fella. Beside me as I listen to the music, a chap in a sleeveless jumper with a half-empty bottle of Cabernet in front of him bashes the table in time with the music and shouts along. The Codgers play from Bix to Bird, from Bix by De Becker, who is a famous jazz trumpeter in the 1920s, to the music of Charlie Parker, known as Bird, in the 50s when modern jazz emerged. Whatever their lives have had in store for them, and wherever they've ended up in the world, the Codgers have found people to share their music with whether it's in America or behind the Iron Curtain. The trip to Poland, that was, that was a bit hairy. When we got there, the, um, their version of, of the KGB, their own secret police at the time, were up in the mezzanine in, in the airport watching us, and they did everything to frustrate us in going through customs. They would send us up the red channel, and then they'd say, no, you got to go up the green channel, then they'd send us back up the red channel. And eventually we had a very, very irascible piano player at the time called Chalky White, now dead, and he said, come in, we're sitting here. So we sat down and he said, I said, what are we doing, Chalky? He said, we have here some cheese and some chocolate, he said, and I have a bottle of water. He said, we are staying here in this damned airport until these people let us through customs. And upstairs you could see the secret police and they were going, you got to go, and they kind of, you got to go. And he said, we are not going unless you let us through. He was a terribly posh chap. Unless you let us through customs, we are not damn well going to go. So it was, it was interesting. It would be take far too long to tell you all of the, the tales about there and, and Egypt and everything else. But music has been brilliant to me. It's given me a wonderful life. It's given me a lot of experience and it's given me massive amounts of pleasure. <laughs>